Hi there. You are listening to Frequency 3080, a podcast that enables you to level up yourself and be the boss of your own life. Tag along with us on this exciting journey into the world of unknown. So, without wasting any more time, let's get right into it, shall we? Hey listeners, I'm Bhavya, your host for this episode. So, what better to start with other than the issue that has been dominating education policy from the youngest to the eldest? A lot is going on. Technology, grading, planning, policy, educational grading, iPads, conferences, grading, drum, classroom management, grading, language, curriculum. And did we say grading? Hmm, education. We get it. We will have an honest conversation about teachers, teaching and everything in between under the National Education Policy 2020. Let our speakers switch on their microphones to share their insights and analysis on National Education Policy and you will find plenty of lively characters and fresh voices via your earbuds. So, stay tuned while road tractors, Arshia, Rhythm, Aditya, Vanshika, and Jasmeet try to answer some of the most cluttered questions out of which the first and the foremost question I would like to ask is what is the current education system in India before the implementation of national education policy 2020? Thanks for the opportunity Bhavya. So Chabad education ki aati na, then just like many other sectors yaha bhi public and private sector hota hai. and this system can be divided into four stages. Our first stage is the primary stage. This may basically Anganwadis and kindergartens. Then there is the second stage. This is called primary level and this comprises of classes first to eighth. Achha. Government is stage ko bohat importance deti hai aur isko elementary education bhi kaha jata hai. Then the third stage is the secondary level and basically this is just plus two level of education. And then the fourth stage is after completing 12th, the candidate may enroll in some college and pursue a bachelor's in arts, commerce or sciences. Achha, ye to baat hui stages. Iske alawa, hamare kuch regulatory bodies bhi hoti This includes CBSE, of course, that is Central Board of Secondary Education. And this is the premium council, basically. Then second is the NCERT, that is National Council for Educational Research and Training. And its responsibility basically is to set up the curriculum, which we call in syllabus. Then third is the UGC, that is Universal Grant Commission. And its work is basically regularizing university and college education. And then lastly, it is NCTE, that is National Council for Teachers Education. And its main work, we can say, is to plan and coordinate teachers' education. You are right, Aditya. In fact, let me tell you, I read somewhere that India has ranked 62 in the total public expenditure on education per student. And in fact, that our country has spent 3% of its total GDP on education in 2018 to 19. Also, let me tell you, our Union Finance Minister, Srimati Nirmala Sita Raman, she had presented the budget for financial year 2020 to 21 in the parliament. 
and you guys will be surprised to know how much has been allocated for the hrd ministry it has been about 99300 crore pichle saal se 4457 crore increase hua hai and sabse hame pata to chalta hai that education is the priority of our government but itna kuch karne ke baad bhi abhi bhi bahut se bachche science aur math majors choose karte hain because of their family values their parental pressure aur iski wajah se most of the times those students put aside their own preferences the lack of social science curriculum during the school time it does little to encourage these students to opt out of the stem doctor lawyer orthodoxy and hum sabko bhi pata hai ki schools mein hame doctors engineers aur lawyers banne ke alawa aur bhi career options nahi bataye jate hain hame unke bare mein nahi expose kiya jata hai schools ne in fact hame our teachers also never te- uh, tell us to focus on other subjects they always we have always been taught that we should focus on maths and science we have been taught from early in the life that agar humne successful banna hai so we should either become a doctor or an engineer we have never been told that we have the freedom to pursue any career we want we have never been showed the other career options that are there and all this i hope ki national education policy 2020 ke sath ye sab bhi change ho jaye so hum sabko pata hai that our system is quite old and complicated right no doubt it has produced so many genius minds that are making india proud phir bhi hum utne develop nahi hai when compared to other nations and that's simply because it judges the intelligence of people on just one basis which is academics jo ki actually bahut unfair hai and the system is still stuck on that theory and exam pattern which is i believe only making students less knowledgeable and more dominant our evaluation system it still needs a lot of focus as marks they still continue to play the most important card in deciding the future of children and this obviously comes down upon students as a burdening factor this is basically just rote learning and we all know that learning is a very creative process but phir bhi sports art and craft communication leadership skills or baki co curricular activities aren't really held in high regard by the society till date there are like thousands of careers to pursue but in our context emphasis still only to get a permanent and a white collar job with all the benefits for chai interest zero kyun na ho follow your passion not a paycheck is absolutely one thing which everyone should be made aware about and i personally believe it is high time that we as a country start taking education above the mediocre level and perceive it from a more holistic approach yes vanshika i totally agree with you indian parents and teachers put a lot of pressure on students to score higher percentages or higher marks they often compare us with other students Like we must have listened this once in our life कि शर्मा जी के लड़के ने तो 90 परसेंट स्कोर कर लिए तुम्हारे तो नहीं आए ऑल्सो ड्यूरिंग अर्ली सेवेंटीज देर वॉज अ हिंदी सॉन्ग विच बिकम वेरी पॉपुलर इवन द वर्डिंग्स फ्रॉम द सॉन्ग वर टेकन इन वन ऑफ द सॉन्ग्स फ्रॉम द मूवी एम एस धोनी पढ़ोगे लिखोगे तो बनोगे नवाब खेलोगे कूदोगे तो बनोगे खराब आई थिंक दिस मेक्स नो सेंस in today's era when people are excelling so much in sports and other extracurriculars apart from academics also in india the major deciding factor of every student's life is the board exams 
being conducted in 10th and 12th these exams have grown into a do or die pressure giving students a lot of stress and anxiety they are judged everywhere on the basis of marks scored in these exams which i think should not be the case they should be judged only on the basis of the critical thinking skills and the problem solving skills so bhavya now i think that we have discussed quite a lot of things about our current education system and now we should move on well said darshia so moving ahead with our next question what changes do you people think that will take place in our education system with the execution of national education policy 2020 so yeah bhavya according to some statistics that i researched at present even with educational institutions constantly striving to develop our gross enrollment ratio is only around 26% so our national education policy promises to address the current challenges such as poor literacy level high dropouts and a lack of multidisciplinary approach and because of that one of the key targets of our policy is to raise the gross enrollment ratio to 50% by 2035 secondly the old 10 plus 2 structure of our school curriculum is to now be replaced by a 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4 curricular structure instead NEP 2020 will also bring the much required changes which will help in the enhancement of skills and holistic development of children first being more attention towards vocational education by 2025 at least 50% of learners shall have exposure to vocational education also a 10 day bagless period for grades 6 to 8 would also be there so that children can intern with local vocational experts such as carpenters gardeners potters artists etc which is very interesting similarly internship opportunities be di jayengi and they'll totally improve a lot of things for students vocational courses online mode mein bhi available kiya jayega which is not how it happens currently also more focus towards mother tongue and regional languages will also be there as they will be the medium of instruction up to class 5 all in all i believe it it is definitely a big changer this structure would really bring india at par with some of the leading countries if implemented with its true vision in mind adding to what you said vanshika i think another key change will be the flexibility because uh, this new education policy it is giving students the flexibility and the choice of subjects to study across arts science sports and vocational तुम्हें पता है इसमें स्टूडेंट्स कैन हैव डिफरेंट सब्जेक्ट्स दे कैन कंबाइन दो सब्जेक्ट्स एंड स्टडी देम आई हैव रीड दैट दिस पॉलिसी स्टेट्स दैट देयर विल बी नो हार्ड सेपरेशन बिटवीन आर्ट्स एंड साइंसेस वोकेशनल एंड एकेडमिक एंड आई थिंक दिस इज रियली गुड वी ऑल नो इन द करंट एजुकेशन सिस्टम स्टूडेंट्स को अपनी स्ट्रीम्स के अलावा दुनिया में और भी जो भी कुछ हो रहा है दे नो नथिंग अबाउट दैट आई थिंक क्लास 10 वुड हैव बीन द लास्ट टाइम वेयर दे वुड हैव रीड एनीथिंग अबाउट पॉलिटिकल साइंस current affairs on social science and this did a lot of harm to the society so i guess if policy ke sath these things are also going to be handled and uh, there was this one more thing that i read it was uh, a national assessment center it is called parak p a r a k h which stands for performance assessment review and analysis of knowledge for holistic development now this has been set up as a standard setting body under the ministry of education this shows how much government is keen to provide a regular check on education system up because of this states 
will provide uh, provide quality standardized assessments and iski wajah se ministry of education will also get regular data for by which they can uh, know where they have to improve and how they have to improve in our education system and in the long run this policy can help india to align with global benchmarks like a program for international student assessment pisa no this is really interesting because this international assessment is a program that measures 15 year old students reading mathematics and science literacy every 3 years no abhi ke time pe when we are racing to ensure that our students don't get left behind due to covid 19 i think this is good news the nep's move to prioritize assessments can make india globally competitive in education it can give our students the opportunity to be out in the front and lead the way for the rest of the world in addition to what smith said national education policy 2020 also suggests certain changes in the teachers training and recruitment process so as per the new policy the minimum degree that is required for teaching will be a four year integrated bed program also options diye gaye hain for one year and two year programs and the one year program is for those who have completed four year bachelor's degree or a master's degree and two year is for those who have completed a bachelor's degree also it has been stated that to make everything to make the recruitment process very transparent a common guiding set of standards will be developed और इनको हर टेन ईयर्स में रिव्यू भी किया जाएगा ऑल्सो इट हैज बीन स्टेटेड दैट द टीचर्स हुआ ऑलरेडी बीन हायर्ड विल बी एक्सपेक्टेड टू पार्टिसिपेट इन एटलीस्ट फिफ्टी आवर्स ऑफ प्रोफेशनल डेवलपमेंट एवरी ईयर सो ऑल इन ऑल इट कैन बी सेट दैट द पॉलिसी स्टेट्स मेनी चेंजेस इन द एजुकेशन ऑफ स्टूडेंट्स एंड आई थिंक दैट विद ऑल दीज चेंजेस टीचर्स ट्रेनिंग एंड रिक्रूटमेंट वॉज मच नीडेड which i think has been properly addressed in the new education policy but at the same time we can't really say that whether this is a very right option or not because this is only in papers right now we can just hope that the government implements whatever they have stated in the policy yes i agree with you so dekho the national education policy is set to bring changes and i think according to me the greatest feature of this policy would be multiple exit points सो पहले क्या होता था अर्लियर स्टूडेंट्स कुड नॉट टेक अ ब्रेक फ्रॉम एजुकेशन टू परस्यू अदर फील्ड बट नाउ द कैंडिडेट्स हु विश टू एग्जिट आफ्टर द फर्स्ट ईयर वुड गेट अ सर्टिफिकेट द कैंडिडेट्स हु लीव आफ्टर द सेकेंड वुड गेट अ डिप्लोमा एंड आफ्टर द थर्ड ईयर दे वुड गेट अ ग्रेजुएशन डिग्री ऑल्सो द कैंडिडेट्स हु विश टू कॉन्टिन्यू आफ्टर द थर्ड ईयर एज वेल दे कैन एनरोल फॉर अ फोर ईयर मल्टी डिसिप्लिनरी कोर्स एंड दे वुड गेट अ डिग्री विद रिसर्च सर्टिफिकेट so basically now uh, students can take a break from undergraduate courses or fir they can come back within a specified period of time without missing the credits earned during the previous session acha yahan pe ek aur innovation bhi aati hai that is the creation of an academic bank of credit so it would digitally store all the academic credit earned from the session and isko transfer bhi kiya ja sakta as a part of the final degree and yes we can say that this would be a great relief for the students completely agree with you adhir moving on to our next question do you think that there is some similarity between the indian national education policy and the education system being followed in other countries 
Bhavya, I believe yes. With the new policies in place, the knowledge and opportunities students will be receiving here should be on par with global standards. हम एक एग्जाम्पल ले लेते हैं फिनलैंड का It is one of the finest examples of how an effective education reform can bring about long-lasting, impactful changes. Or, ये सिर्फ एजुकेशन में नहीं, but the overall development of a nation. Some highlights of Finland's education include uh, student-centered learning, teacher autonomy, life skills, and they do have a rich, flexible curriculum too. Secondly, Germany. It follows a dual education system, which is very interesting. It is basically that it combines apprenticeship. and vocational education in one single course so because of this system students there are pretty well prepared to enter the job market at a young age and the firms that participate in their training are more than willing to hire them when they graduate and this is totally opposite to what happens in india currently so is system ke wajah se germany does have a lowest rate of youth unemployment in the european union in fact other than the two mentioned example France, Switzerland, Sweden are some more countries which do have a similar pattern like our upcoming policy. So I believe it wouldn't be wrong to say that our policy is actually inspired by the western side. Yes indeed Vamshika. So jab abhi clear ho hi chuka hai ki NEP will discourage rote learning. We can say that it will promote logical reasoning and problem solving ability of the people. and it will focus more on developing life skills which are needed in life rather than just making the students memorize some chapter or some book and ye jo education policy hai na that has common features with the education system of japan and singapore as well in countries may students from a very young age they are taught how to live how to survive first they are taught how to do basic general stuff of everyday life rather than forcing them to dive into bookish knowledge and also it has been made clear that the goal of education is not mugging up and then repeating an exam it is about developing a conceptual knowledge it is about developing innovation inside and this is necessary in today's time when we are moving from stagnancy to goal realization and also this policy is a big component डिजिलॉकर So this system is already being followed by most of the developed nations. It is really very nice that India is revolutionizing its education sector by taking hints from the foreign education system. Also, I would like to explain how the system actually works with the help of U.S. universities' credit system. So let's take a university here, U.S. Me, who says that. You are eligible for a degree if you get thirty credits. So, वहाँ पे बच्चों के पास बहुत सारी choices होती हैं of the courses, and they select the courses as per their choices, as per their wishes. और हर एक course complete करने पे they get certain number of credit points, which when added up to thirty will make them eligible for a degree. So, this is how this credit system will work like. 
so this is this system is currently followed by us and top education systems and indian new education policy also suggests us the same system of providing and digitally saving those credits so i totally believe that this new education policy will make our system at par with the top education systems if all the points proposed will be properly implemented i agree with what you said arshya there is one more similarity i would like to point out that nep 2020 displays with education system in us in us their universities offer opportunities to combine various subjects at majors and minors one can find a diverse range of programs and flexibility there and that's the same thing with nep 2020 is policy maybe students have a choice to combine different subjects and study them even if those subjects are not related to each other us may there is a system of majors and minors major is the main subject that a student is going to study this major typically refers to the academic subject area that one as a student will commit to during their undergraduate studies for example in us there are subjects like business administration archaeological studies finance and accounting now let's see if a person has taken finance and accounting as their major so he can have psychology as their minor or uh, if a person is doing engineering as their major he can have foreign languages as his minor abhi minor subject ko choose karna compulsory nahi hai like you don't have to have to take a minor but this minor subject gives the student extra knowledge on a specific matter also it benefits a student when they are applying for a job this secondary specialization will help a student on the job market yes just me totally agree with your point of view but what do you people think might be the reforms which will be needed in the future yes bhavya i think we can take certain hints from the top education systems in the world so let me give you a certain examples from the top education system like let's take finland students don't get any homework there and if they get any that is only for 10 to 15 minutes also the schools there are only for 3 to 4 hours and the result that is quite satisfactory as most of the students are happy aur unko school jana bhi acha lagta hai and this is totally opposite of what happens in indian schools where students don't like going to school so we can definitely learn from them to reduce pressure on students by giving them time to grow also let's look into some other great education systems of the world so let's take japan its main focus is not on academic teaching but on moral education and wo usse strong foundation build karte hain their kids are given real life problems and they are asked to give their opinions and solutions i believe this is really very important right now because in our current education system students are being emphasized and focused only on rote learning rather it should focus on building creative and critical thinking skills to build a very strong base among the students in addition to what arshya suggested i strongly believe that conceptual learning is definitely one key to any successful education we should know ki jo hame padhaya ja raha hai usko hum real life mein kaise implement kar sakte hain 
Secondly, we all say that marks are just momentary, but skills can actually take a person long way. It's totally correct, but at the same time, we should also realize that the importance of marks cannot be undermined. It is just inappropriate to focus totally on one basis. So for this, our evaluation system needs to be well-planned and more balanced. Also, more and more awareness regarding new skills, courses, and fields should also be there so, so that the coming youth doesn't do what the past generations have been doing, which is basically just mob mentality or what we call as bhelchal. Also, our syllabus or curriculum needs to be really updated with the current scenario. There should be inclusion of more innovations, concepts, technologies, and ideas. Last but not the least, more attention towards digitalization, especially in rural areas, should be there because I think you're right, Vanshika. I would like to add that in the current education system, even preschoolers pressure. They are told to do projects that they don't even understand. Like there is no benefit of it. So I think that preschoolers should be strictly kept out of any writing and they should be made to focus on skills like fine and gross motor skills. Fine motor skills involve the movement of the smaller muscle groups, which is child's hands, fingers, or wrists, and gross motor skills like child's arms or legs. These are the larger muscle groups. And because of these larger, larger muscle groups, a child is able to sit, turn over, walk or jump. Now, both types of motor skills enable children to become more independent. But fine motor skills are crucial because the ability to use the smaller muscles in the hands. Because of this, a child can become more independent and do self-care tasks without assistance. Tasks like brushing, eating, getting dressed, the normal routine. There's one more reform that I would like to throw some light on. And I guess we all must be aware about it. That's language subject. We all know that language subject attention Even schools and colleges, it is not given much importance. And we have always said that science or math subjects focus because there is more scope for job opportunities in that. And let's take, uh, for example, English. We all know that in India, people are not even ready to consider English as a career, let alone actually pursue it. Whereas in countries like US, Canada, people pursue and have literature as their major, and they do get jobs, you know, well-paid jobs. Like digital copywriter, editorial assistant, journalist, teacher, proofreader, web content manager, education consultant, marketing executive, and many more. People in India think there is no scope in language or getting a degree for it. They think there is almost little to no money. But this isn't true. For instance, let's again take English. Having an English qualification provides you with a good foundation when it comes to applying for jobs. Now, students who have studied English, they end up working in all kinds of roles that include teaching, uh, communications, marketing, or commercial writing. And this is true for all the languages out there. Uh, for example, Jinki Hindi speaking skills both translated Hindi And this goes for uh, other languages too, like Tamil or Bengali. The ones who don't know Tamil can hire a translator who have good Tamil speaking skills. Or let's talk about writers. 
people with amazing imagination great vocabulary plus good grammar can be writers and have their work published now writers also get paid very well so now that we know that there is a lot of scope in language so i don't think so there is any reason we should neglect it at last i would just like to say that the way people look at language subjects as career option that should change yeah very well said jasmeet so i agree that national education policy is a very revolutionary policy but still somewhere wo jo theoretical nature thi na education ki that still remains yes they have made great changes but the core is still the same so in order to do away with these issues i think the most proper solution would be to increase the investment on education presently we spend around 4% of our gdp on education why i am saying this is because it is terribly low for a country like india where 50% of the population is below the age of 30 that is the so called students group so first suggestion would be definitely more allocation of gdp towards education and the second suggestion would be creation of a central repository for education that is ki jitne bhi records education se regarding hain unko ek jagah pe ikattha kar diya jaye and this would lead to transparency better monitoring and check on what's being taught so with this we are done with our discussion i hope from all of this discussion we can gather that our listeners would have now got a better understanding of the pvs and the current national education policy wo kaha jata hai na ki ek bacche ki zindagi mein education bahut zaruri hai taki wo jo bhi apni zindagi mein banna chahe wo ban sake the policy will have an academic impact on our indian education system surely it will help learners to grow personally and professionally anyhow we at rotary club of st college aim to convey the information on national education policy and hence every student has innate talents which must be discovered nurtured fostered and developed keep listening to frequency 3080 and do follow us on your favorite podcast platform and instagram handle of st rotary to stay tuned for our future podcast and events